The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. In Southern California, you're in your car a lot. Over time, you're going to put some wear on it. But new Toyota owners don't really have to think about that because they have Toyota Care. They just stop by the dealership, hand over the keys, and get no-cost factory maintenance, covering normal wear for two years or 25,000 miles, whichever comes first. Get all the details on Toyota Care when you visit buyatoyota.com. Your Southern California Toyota dealers make it easy. Toyota, let's go places. Bigger Talks with Eric Bigger is brought to you free today by True Car. When you're looking to buy a new or used car, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Podcast One presents Bigger Talks with Eric Bigger, the show that brings together unexpected guests for unexpected conversations. Join the Bachelorette's Eric Bigger as he discusses the subcultures of American life, highlighting the strength of diversity and the power of vulnerability. And now for your host, Eric Bigger. Bigger Talks, Bigger Talks, another day, another week here on Bigger Talks. Olivia, Michael, how you doing? How you feeling? New episode. Man. My mind is going crazy right now. So much to think about, so much to talk about. But we have any topic. Oh, yeah. And it's the stigma of mental illness. Define that. What is that? Mental illness, I think you would define it as any disorder that affects your mood, your thinking, or your behavior, whether that's in a positive or a negative way. So this could be something as serious as schizophrenia or something as more common like depression or anxiety or an eating disorder. Yeah. So there's a big spectrum of what falls under mental illness. So that is deep. And a lot of times, I don't know if you can cure mental illness or depression, but I have a story that I want to brief you guys on. Uh, A few weeks ago, a friend of mine, a very close friend of mine, had a panic attack. I don't know where where, the, that's, where that plays in all of this, but he called me mm-hmm. and he said, he said, E, have you, had a, have, have you ever had a panic attack before? I said, no. He's like, man, I just had one and my breathing is off and it's crazy. He said, I'm going to come by. I said, okay. So he came over and before he came over, I'm, I'm on my phone Googling like, <laughs> what is a panic attack? What should I do? And, you know, this is my a good friend of mine. Like, I want to help him. He came over. We talked for like a good hour. And two things I took from the conversation was that he said, I feel like I'm desensitized. I can't cry anymore. And I feel like I attract dark energy. So I was like, wow, okay. So I said, that's two things you said. Pay attention to that. Listen, I said, you want to go for a walk? So we stepped outside. We went for a walk. And the first thing I said as I walked out, I looked to the sky and I said, man, you know, sometimes when I wake up and I see the sky, I think about gratitude. Gratitude is my attitude. Like, I'm so grateful to just be living to have this life of mine, to be doing the things I'm doing. And he's like, oh, snap. I'm like, what? He's like, that's it. I was like, what? He's like, gratitude. He's like, something in me just shifted. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, man, gratitude. So I'm like, good. I'm like, that's good. So I kind of felt a little better. So as we walked, we walked, we turned, and then he started going. He's like, yeah, man, you know. And then he's like, man, you know what? I love you. He gave me a hug, and he just started crying, like just pouring. And I'm like, man, it's cool. I'm like, it's all right. Like, let it out. And he's just like, man, I work so hard, and I just don't know. And I was like, man, you can't do it alone. And I'm like, it's okay to cry. It's okay to have these things happen in your life. And I went through, I don't know if I had a panic attack, but I had parts of my life where it wasn't the best. And I cried, and, you know, the best way I knew how I vented about it. But basically what I learned was in that moment, and I want to talk about this with our 
our next guest, Matthew Santoro, YouTube star, 6 million subscribers. <laughs> he's a comedian. He's an author about mental illness um, with himself because he spoke briefly. He has a YouTube video out about it and about having it with males. Like, as men, we hold on, we hold a lot of emotions in. And to see my friend go through that and for him to cry, that was really a miracle because I saw him let out what was holding him in. I think your story is a testament to show how difficult it is to talk about these things and how important it is. So often, I some, I'm someone who struggles with anxiety, and so often I keep it in so close to like to my person that it makes it worse because you're afraid to talk about it. Yeah. But when you talk about it, you release it. Yeah, and it, it, and it's man, and like, and what I learned in that moment, my purpose was for him was just to be there, not to judge him, not to critique him, just to be there, be the energy, be the, be that present, and just be e. And it kind of like it kind of loosened the mood, and he was like, "Okay." And I'm like, "We went, we had food, we ate." He's like, "Man, I love you, man." And I was like, "Man." And that's my question to you, Eric. It seems like through a lot of hard times with um, some of your close friends or friends, you, you're always there during the roughest times. So, him being vulnerable enough to to express that to you, to even call you, how does that make you feel? Man, honestly, it is it's, it's crazy because I want to help people so much. And I feel like I'm always compelled to people who are going through the most and the worst. I done had friends got shot in the head, people who lose their families, people who have been in abusive relationships, uh, you know, mental disorders. or I mean, I just had so much in my life. And I think because my life just happened, I never had time to process it. I'm just there. I'm just present. I'm giving the best I have in that moment based on what I know. And I'm just a friend. And I just feel like it's part of my purpose in what way, I don't know, but I just feel like I'm always around stuff that's heavy, that's deep, that's intense, and I'm there. It's me. It's I'm like, okay, and my best thing to do is to figure it out. So, I mean, that, that was a great question. Um, I never thought of it like that. Shows a lot about who you are, though. And, and I just love people, people man. And I want to see people to win, and it's okay to cry. It's okay not to have it figured out. It's okay to have these tough moments. Like, we're all human. <laughs> like, it's all right. And so... With that being said, you know, the topic of the day is the stigmas of mental illness. I have YouTube sensation comedian author Matthew Santoro. He's amazing. He's such a humble guy. When I met him, I actually met this guy a few weeks ago, and he was just, I said, man, would you love to come on the podcast? He said, man, if it's all about good vibes, I'm willing to do it. He's a cancer. We're going to talk about his astrology. He's birthday July 16th. He's just a great person. Matthew Santoro, guys, is up next. Stay tuned. Bigger Talks, mental illness. We're going to get into it. It's going to be a good one. Check in soon. We'll be back in a moment with more of Bigger Talks with Eric Bigger. Now with Toyota's easy summer savings, get huge factory cashback offers on a great selection of new Toyotas, like $2,000 cash back on a new Tundra, $1,750 back on a new Sienna, $1,500 on a new Corolla, Corolla IM, or a Toyota CHR, or $1,000 back on a new Tacoma or RAV4. So hurry in for easy summer savings. Must take delivery from 2018 new car dealer stock by midnight July 31st. Excludes TRD Pro and RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota, let's go places. When you get a new car, you can't wait to navigate the open road. But navigating the car market can get tricky. Happily, buyatoyota.com can steer you in the right direction. You can locate a dealer, search our inventory, and find our current offers. It's the only official site for your Southern California Toyota dealers. So when it's time for a new car, buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. 
Can't get enough of hot takes on life? Then step into Heather the Bros world every Friday on Podcast One. That's right. Heather's talking to some fabulous guests like Queer Eyes Karamo Brown, U2's Mamory Hart, Grace Helbig, and so many more. You don't want to miss a second of it. Check out Heather the Bros world at Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. Also remember to rate and review. We always appreciate your feedback. These days, news travels light and fast, which is great if you're keeping up on reality TV and the hottest entertainment news. Between status updates and breaking news notifications, you can always be up to minute on all the drama on your favorite shows. While this is great for entertainment, it's the opposite when it comes to buying a car. Go online and you're bombarded with numbers, invoice, list price, dealer price. It's hard to know how to recognize a good price. Not anymore. Introducing True Price from True Car. It's the only price you need to know because it's exactly what you'll pay for the car you want, including fees and accessories. How do you know if your True Price is a great price? Because True Car shows you what other people pay for the same car you want, so you know how to recognize a good price. And your certified dealers know this, so they set their True Price competitively so they can win your business. So when you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. Welcome back to Bigger Talks with Eric Bigger. Bigger Talks, welcome back, welcome back. I got the man, the YouTube sensation, the star, the comedian, the author, Matthew Santoro. What's up, brother? How you doing? How you What's feeling? What's up, man? Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Man, welcome to Bigger Talks, man. Thanks, man. Like, we met like not too long ago. You were so open, so humble. You have a familiar face. Thanks. I do know that you're you're popular and you're somebody. <laughs> But you're just very, very humble. And so, you know, I did a little bit of research. Didn't have that much time because we just met, right? Okay. So your birthday is July 16th. Yes. Right? So what I know about people who birthdays in July, they're cancers. That's right. Cancers are very sensitive. They're emotional. And they're all about family mm-hmm. and a water sign. So mm-hmm. they're really helpful and giving. And, man, I just, you're so humble. For, for the 6 million YouTube subscribers to have, a, you know, your own book and all your fans and Man, you're here, and I just want to say thank you. Oh, thanks, man. I should be thanking you. I'm grateful for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. And I will say I am into numerology. Okay. So I'm going to just do your life path number real okay, quick. Okay, okay. So do had... I need to put my hand out? You're going like, <laughs> to read my, read my palm? Maybe not, but I'm going to just do the numbers, and, and I'll give you your life path number. You let me know if it's true or not. So July 16th. So when you do numerology, no number can go above a nine. So we're going to add up your year first. So one plus nine is ten. 10 plus 8 is 18. 18 plus 5 is 23. Mm-hmm. So 2 plus 3 is 5. Mm-hmm. Then we got 16. 1 plus 6 is 7. So your day, 16th, 1 plus 6 is 7, plus your year equals 23, which is 5. So 7 and 5 is 12. 12 plus 7, because July is 7, is what? 19. So 13, 14, 15, 16, Yo, you 17, lost 18, me a while 18, ago, 19. But like, it's I'm, all I'm good. Calling you. <laughs> so, one plus, so 1 plus 9 is what? 10. 10. Oh, oh, life path one. So life path ones are the born, they're considered born leaders. So mm. Walt Disney, Steve Jobs, LeBron James, they're very ambitious. They're going to get what they want and they're coming no matter what. Their ego doesn't get bruised too easily. They can go through any and everything in life. They're coming. So you're like the sun. It's like you're shining like people got to see you. Thanks. Man. It's just part of your nature. That's a little bit of numerology and astrology. Very cool. You're here, and we're going to get right into our rapid-fire segment. Oh, shoot. We're just jumping we're right breaking in. breaking ice. Okay. Come okay. on, icebreaker. <laughs> Let's do it. Liv, I've always got these you know, amazing questions. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Canada or the USA? Oh, shoot. You're going to play me like that? <laughs> shoot. Uh, Canada. Fame or fortune? 
Ooh, uh, I mean fortune. <laughs> Beer or wine? Wine. YouTube or Vine? <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> Lover or fighter? Lover. Okay. Biggest life fear? Regret. Ooh. Ooh. You've been there before. No, but I don't want to get there. Ooh. See, to me, okay, see, now we're going to talk. There now we we're going to go deep. We so go. to me, uh, I think, I, for some reason, I've been thinking a lot about uh, getting old. You mm. know, I'm only 32. Like, I'm mad young to me. But I can't shake the idea that one day, like tomorrow, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be 70, right? Like, right now, I'm 32. But when you hit 70... Like, when that happens, you go, where did the last blank number of years go? Where did the last 50 years go, right? And my biggest fear is waking up that day, you know, it's an arbitrary number, let's say yeah. 80, whatever, and saying to myself, like, I didn't accomplish everything that I could have. I didn't realize my full potential. That's my biggest fear. Wow. Yeah. So then I have a question. What is your full potential? It's limitless. Oh. That goes for everybody. That's not that's everybody. Got it. You you you're only limited by your own mind. Uh. That's just that's just a fact. Like you people think that you're like people think they're limited by the expectations of their family or the expectations of their friends or what their boss thinks of them or whatever, but you're not. It, it, right. Those are all just artificial con constructs. You can actually See, this is going to sound like very uh like cheesy in a way but you really can do anything you want to do and like uh, you hear that your whole life like everybody always says like you can do anything but you know as you grow up you start to understand in society that there are constructs that will come around you and sort of box you in right like society doesn't want you to be outside of a box they want to put you in a box because because they can understand you better that way right but once you realize that Everything you've ever wanted is outside of that box is really – that box really represents your comfort zone in many ways. And as soon as you leave that box, it's just anything is yours for the taking. The problem is getting outside of that box is scary. Yes. And people don't want to – people don't want to leave their comfort zone because they make exactly what they want to make every year. You know, Maybe they make thirty grand a year. Well, they can pay the bills with that. But they really want to be – they really want to have their own podcast, right? <laughs> but – well, I have this, I have that. There's excuses all the time, right? But the biggest thing is that it's not the excuses. It's that they're afraid to start. And right. the excuses are just the quickest way to justify it, right? Uh. Like a lot of people disguise fear as practicality, right? In the words of the great Jim Carrey, right? I don't know if you guys have seen that commencement speech that he – I think it was a graduation yep. speech. Yeah. And he yep. said those words and I was like, oof. That's like – that's gospel I right ever felt at something doing that I, I love and then something I don't. Bro, I said – okay. So <laughs> back in the day, I did a video. Uh, I think it's still on my channel and it's called – oh my god. I can't remember what it's called. Something along the lines of reasons to not go to university or something like that, which I have a master's from university. So like I wanted people – I wanted it to come from me. But essentially what I was saying is those words. He just put it much more eloquently, which is that you can fail at what you don't want. So you might as well take a chance on what you love. Right. Right? And But he said – so that hit me. But also fear is practicality. And I think if you really audit your own life, I think you're going to find that 
a lot of the decisions you make are really are either based in fear or love. Same thing yeah, you said, go. right? Yeah. And it's true. And that, that is, it really is that black and white, right? Like it's when it comes to choices, there is no gray area. Either you do something because you're in a state of love Absolutely. and in your state of state of gratitude and you're in a state of joy and bliss or fear, sadness, loneliness. Like it's just that simple. You know, the decisions that I make in my life, I always try to make them out of uh, love and gratitude. And any time that I'm not feeling that way, because there are going to be times all the time that we're all just like, man, this is a crap-ass day. Like, yeah. Can I say that? I don't know. This is, yeah, just, I don't want to curse. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, but like this is a crap day. Like, you know, like anytime that happens, I have enough self-awareness now to know that I can't make any decisions in that state. Mm-hmm. I just let that state be. I don't fight it because mm-hmm. what you resist persists. Yes. So I don't fight it. I just say, okay, I am in the state. Hopefully I can get out of it, but I'm not going to fight it. It just is, and it just I'm just going to let it be. Right. And I don't make any decisions. I don't send send out any tweets. I don't I don't make any business decisions. Nothing. It's just, just like in that state I just sit in that state. Be. And sometimes I meditate and just kind of get out right. of it. So with all that being said, that's great information, by the way. Thank you. Thanks, um, man. People, are you listening? This guy is very aware. <laughs> I'm, I'm dropping facts on <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, right gems, gems. So. Now, you have 6 million YouTube subscribers. You got almost 400,000 Instagram followers. Your influence is heavy. Um, With that being said, I did go on your YouTube and I saw a video that you put up. I don't know how long ago it was. You got over about 1 million views. Mm -hmm. It was talking about your your process of having depression. Mm -hmm. That was like eight eight months ago. Eight months ago. So was that decision made out of fear or out of love? And with all your followers and your fans... Did that play a role in you releasing that content? Like how – How? I mean you said it, I think, in like your, your uh, details that your friends influence you and help you. Like what was that process like? Man, I mean so the last like three years before that uh, were very tough for me. And like we don't have to get into details but like, you know, just like everybody else has things that happen. And, you know, sometimes things happen in life that you just – you it sends you down a darker path than, you know, you were meant to be. Yes. And in my situation, I had a few things happen over the years. Just kind of like, boom, like life will, excuse me, life will, I'm getting all excited. I had that energy drink before I got here. (laughs) There we go. Life will, you know, knock you down and hold you down if it, if you let it, right? I believe Sylvester Stallone said that. I'm just full of all kinds of quotes. There you today, go. Guys. But um, the top ten quotes. Yeah, for real. You probably got that on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) But it will, you know, it'll knock you down and keep you there if you let it. And for me, I let it. I let it for about three years and I just had a really tough time. I just couldn't find my way out of like a dark place. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of people that are listening right now might might identify with that. They might say, yeah, you know what? I'm in that place right now, but I don't know what to do. For me, art was my way of taking back control. So for me, I never wanted to say I'm depressed because my whole life I've always been a really happy guy. Uh, I've just been really goofy, like happy, like, you know, the state you see me in right now is my real state. Yes. But for three years, I just, it was like a downward spiral. And the release of that short film, which is called There's Something I Never Told You, was my way of putting a name to it, shining a light straight on it and saying, you no longer control me because I'm giving a name to you. And as soon as you name something and take responsibility for it, now you can change it. But if you don't, yeah. then how do you – it's like you're in a, a dark room. How do you 
how do you grasp a formless thing, right? Yeah. You have to turn the light on and say, oh, there you are. You got to point now, it out and you got to be aware it of it and you got to know and you got to right. accept that this is what's going on. You got to own it. I was on the show, The Bachelorette. I was afraid of love. You were on The Bachelorette? Yeah, I was on The Bachelorette. Really? Yeah. Nice. Don't tell nobody. I'm not, no, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Good looking dude. I'm Don't, just tell saying. Don't tell nobody. Don't tell nobody. But anyway, I was afraid of love. And I was afraid to accept that I was afraid of love because, oh, no, I'm cool. I'm macho strong. But that that fear of love was taking over me until I surrendered to the moment of, like, it's all right. It's okay. And then love came into my life and it changed me. Mm-hmm. So to go back to the depression part, what – like, I don't have that much information on depression and things of that nature. What caused that? Is that is it, like, a chemical imbalance? Is it something physical? Is it an event? So here's the thing. So – the things that you do over and over and over, you're training your brain to produce those chemicals, right? So for me, my my whole life, I had been a really happy guy. And then once, say, one bad thing happened. Well, okay, that's like a knock to my brain. It's like, oh, like I feel those negative, those negative chemicals, that negative feeling. And then now, boom, 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 I can get back. However, another thing happens. And then another thing happens. And then it was just... I was just training my – basically training my brain to continuously every day wake up with anxiety. Every day it's, – it's a routine. Everything in life is a routine, right? My routine now is I wake up and I listen to motivational videos every morning because the first hour of the day determines the rest of your day, right? Yeah. This is a scientific fact. Your, your, your brain waves yeah. – yeah, your brain waves are at its strongest in the morning. So what you feed your brain in the morning. You listening, people? Listen to this. For real. <laughs> if you're listening to this in the morning, yes. perfect. There we go. What, what you feed your brain. You know how people talk about breakfast? Breakfast most important meal of the day. Breakfast. That's for your body, right? For your brain, same thing goes. What do you do normally in the morning? Well, you pick up your phone, right? Yeah. Oh, what's the latest thing Trump said? Oh, what's the latest thing? <laughs> you know, not to get, I'm just saying no, in general. Absolutely. What's the latest thing on CNN? How many people died in a terrible car crash? You you never see. You never see. Hey, good morning. Uh, uh breed of puppies was just born this morning. You don't see it because that doesn't sell yeah. in the media, right? I think you know what we should do, Matt. We What's should that? start positive news. We should have a bro. A, we just started. We're doing it right now. <laughs> positive news every day. This so people come out channel <laughs> log on positive news. That's it. That's it. With, with E and Matt. Yeah. You know? And every every day it starts with just a puppy. Like <laughs> yeah. the, the first puppy. five minutes of the broadcast. What type of puppy? Though? It's just bro. It doesn't even matter. It's just, <laughs> it's, just, it's just puppies running around for the first five minutes. You yes. don't get the news until yes. you just absorb the puppies. Yes. But yeah. for real, like I wake up and I just. Fill my brain with gratitude and love and like listen to Tony Robbins and uh, Eric Thomas and Les Brown and oh my God. They're, they're, you are not the same. Bro. Are we soul brothers or what? I mean. I mean, I'm a Pisces, you're a cancer, we're water signs. So I'm down. We're feeling the emotions, <laughs> intuitive. Listen, That's man. So re- I'm saying though, the universe, I, I really believe in in allowing, you have to allow the universe to bring you the blessings <sighs> that they have for you. Give me that. You know what I'm saying? But- like that's that's why we met, right? Yeah. I'll tell you something. The day that I uh, did, I meet you at Charlie's thing. Yeah, at the, yeah, that was the first time uh, Clover we met. Park. In that Santa was the first Monica. time we met. Yep, okay, cool, time. cool. I wasn't sure if we met for that. I just feel like I've known you for so uh, long. I know the energy. Yeah, exactly. But the re- the reason we met was because that day in particular, I think that day I was having a bit of an off day. I did too. Okay, hold up. Okay, okay, let's follow this. Let's yes, let's go. go. Okay, <clears throat> so that day I was having a bit of an off day. Now I know. Through experience, every single time in my life that I've had a bit of an off day or I'm not really feeling like my best self, 
if I force myself to go do something that has been brought my way, whether it's seeing off Charlie, whether it's a friend's birthday, whether it's going to a club, whatever, every single time I've done that, something good has come from it. And not just good, but like big. Big, what's it? Bigger talks. Bigger talks. Talk that's one. <laughs> that's right. So, you know, something big, like no pun intended, but kind of. So that day, this is what happened. And now, like, we met. You know, Soul Brothers apparently. Yeah, and we're here. That's what I'm saying. And it's funny that morning, Charlie and the whole Vero crew and mm-hmm. George and everybody, they had a 10K. Mm-hmm. I was late. Mm-hmm. I didn't go. I didn't get that much rest the night before. Mm-hmm. I was late. I was pissed. I was like, it's only six miles. Like, come on. Like people are walking. Yeah. I can. I can be finished in an hour or so. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sir. No more. You know, numbers to put on your chest. You, you can't go. I was mad. Mm-hmm. But instead of being in my ego and forcing myself to go run six miles somewhere else, because my intentions were telling me I'm going to go do six miles. You know what I did? I went home and I went to sleep. Mm-hmm. But I knew Charlie and them had the party to gathering at Clover Park from 12 to 2. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what? I'll just go there. And when I went there, you know, I met everyone. You know, we talked, we spoke. And I believe, just like you, everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. So when I went there... And I got your information. I said, that was the purpose, podcast, boom, and now we're here. Mm-hmm. But if I would have went against the grain and was like, oh, I'm mad, I'm tired, we wouldn't even mad. That's it. So people, let the universe work in your favor. Don't try to force the envelope. Or you know how sometimes you might be having to, you have to go to a meeting mm-hmm. and you're in an Uber, you're late, and you're telling the Uber, go this way, go that way. Mm-hmm. No, just go the way. Just, it, just let it be. Let it be. That's it. And then real, because I, I believe real things happen naturally. 100%. But just not to get off a topic, what is, from your mind and perspective, what is the misconception about mental illness that you can think of or know of? <sighs> the biggest misconception. Uh, I got to think about that one. The biggest misconception, mm, I mean, I, there's obviously to some degree still a bit of a stigma. Uh, and for me... I mean, that, I think that's part of what t- took so long for me to like kind of get out of that state was that for years I had been talking about the importance of mental health. And, uh, you know, in Canada, we have Bell Let's Talk Day, which actually goes international. So every time you use the hashtag Bell Let's Talk on a particular day, whatever day that is, I think it's at like in September of every year or something, they donate five cents for every hashtag. They raise millions of dollars and it's just huge awareness. It's fantastic. And... I had been talking about that for, for years, but the truth is I had never taken care of my own mental health, you know? Like I, I just – I was a bit of a hypocrite in that regard and it was only when I did start taking my own mental health seriously that I realized that. So now when I talk about it, I it's like I'm believing and I'm acting out what I'm saying. Um, so I guess like – I don't – to be honest, I don't really know. I mean – you know, I think the misconception, and I could be wrong, is that when we think because of who we are from an egotistical standpoint, like, oh, I'm not stressed out, I'm not depressed, I'm, you know, I can be this most positive, happy, I can do my affirmations, I can watch motivation videos, but yet I can still somewhat be depressed, but I'm not aware of it because, no, I'm not. And what I realize is that as men, we, I don't want to say we're afraid. We don't know how to respond or open up about what we're really feeling. I'm from Baltimore City, so I grew up. It was tough. It was a lot of challenges. And I probably really didn't cry until like 25. Wow. So I was holding a lot of pain and, and rage and anger and trauma just because in the environment, if you release that, then that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. 
So my positivity actually was my coping mechanism. It protected me. And what I realized is when we are diagnosed with certain things, whether it's depression, anxiety, or it's okay. And I think as men, when we fight, like, I think if I'm not mistaken, most men don't want to go get checkups. So they don't want to go to the hospital Mm -hmm. because we don't want to hear the truth or the results or whatever. It's okay if you're diagnosed or something happens because I believe in getting to the root of everything. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of trauma from my life, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know until last year my agent said, why are you like this in your pictures? Like Mm -hmm. I would like squeeze my shoulders. And I said, because in my life, everything was so tense and I had to be on so much. So I'm looking at my photos and like, that's trauma. Mm -hmm. I'm holding on to... Whatever I'm trying to hold on to, and not because I don't know how to be relaxed, because it's either life or death. It's, see, it's funny you say that because I started to find that I carry my stress and tension in my shoulders. I don't think we're alone in that. I think a lot of like yeah. if you look at people, like they just naturally do this, yeah. and you don't like I, for everybody listening right now. Check your shoulders right now. <laughs> check your the shoulders. Time, what are, what like, are you doing? Oh my god, I'm so tense. For real, what are you doing right now? And I bet you're gonna go, oh, right, right, because you you might be in traffic right now. Right? Oh, I got to get to work. No, nope. yeah. just let it go. Let it go. And it's a, and the other thing that I would do is uh, clench my jaw. Mm. Right? Especially like if I was sleeping, I'd find it like I'd wake up and like I'd feel like my jaw was sore. Or even just during the day, I'd kind of like, oh, okay, just, you know. And meditation actually helped a lot with that. Like just being very aware of your body, including your jaw, your forehead. People wrinkle their forehead. There's all these little signs that once you become aware of them, forehead, jaw, shoulders, yeah. You'll even just going like this, like yeah. release your hands. You yeah. might be listening to this and your your fist might be clenched. Like just that, <laughs> that's, a, that's a sign though. It's a sign to like just breathe. Sure. Just well, breathe. That was my next question is like how do you know when you're in it and how do you know when you're out of it? It, it takes practice. So like I just said, like those are the four things like clenched fist, jaw, shoulders, like wrinkled forehead, like people furrow their brow. These are all just – it's body awareness and just knowing the signs. Uh, for me, it was just meditation that taught me that. Um, I'm pretty new to meditation. It's only been like two months. But... Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I, ju- I just started pretty much. What did you do prior to meditation to deal with all your depression and the things you had prior? How did you deal just with it? Just added more stress, man. More wow. and more stress. Yeah. So pe- to anyone listening or to people out there that's tuned into this podcast, what could be your solution for anyone who has depression, who might have a chemical imbalance with mental illness or anything, what would you advise they could do that they can control like right now what you can control, outside of medication yeah um see that that's a tough question because like everybody's different right okay like some people have like a genuine chemical imbalance that maybe not necessarily anything happened to them but they're just always down and no motivation like that's the i can't say because my path is going to be very different than that like i had specific things that i can point to that you know, I can, I can say, okay, like I can go in therapy and talk about that. Or, you know, like I, you just have to, I would say meditation honestly is like, just, that would be the only thing like away from drugs and any sort of substance that can change your state. And it's, you know, I always thought meditation was kind of this like fairy, you know, magic thing. It's like, oh, why do people like, oh, I'm going to go like this and, you know, like, you know, put my hands together and hum. Like, that's dumb. But that's not how it is at all. It's, uh, and the other thing actually that I was, I never wanted to meditate because I was afraid of losing control. Mm. And I want to say that again for everybody because if control is a disease, control, everybody wants to always be in control nowadays, right? And my biggest fear 
was losing control. Like, am I going to lose my mind? Like, really? Yeah. Am I Am I going to, like, is that what these people do? They just become, like, nothingness in their mind. They, like, lose themselves. That's not what meditation yeah. is. In fact, it's actually the opposite. It actually puts you more present and gets you more in tune with your body yeah. and you're actually more focused. So anyone who is afraid of that, that's not what meditation is. And this yeah. is coming from a guy that just started. I can tell you. <laughs> That that's not what it is. And it's just a casual thing. And like I don't go around telling people – well, right now I am. But I don't go around telling people like, yo, I meditate, you know, I, like a blah, blah, blah. I don't do that. I just do it for myself. I pretty much keep quiet about it and it's just for my own mental health. Um, and like anytime I'm feeling overwhelmed, I'll bust out. Do you know the Calm app? Yeah, Calm. Yeah. So uh, Apple named it. That's actually how I got into it. That and my friend, uh, they named it the app of the year in 2017. And it's like 60 bucks a year. There's different ones. There's that. There's Headspace. There's like all these different ones. Oh, YouTube. You can YouTube, just go yeah. No, exactly. Google 100%, meditation 100%. for depression, stress. 100%. And, but this app in particular, I haven't tried the other ones, but I, I know this one is good. I put on my headphones. Like first thing in the morning I meditate or like you know, if I'm really in the, like, the creative zone, yeah. I'll just go get right to shooting videos. And then I'll meditate later. Uh, there's nice falling asleep ones and stuff like that. So that's just what I personally use. But meditation. there's Headspace. There's all these different ones. But yeah. meditation period, like it's just a good starting point. Because it, it calms the mind. And I, what I realized is that when you let go of control, you actually get more control. Exactly. Because when you let go, the truth comes out. Mm-hmm. But what you really can deal with, I used to be a control freak. I wouldn't have a team prior to this because mm-hmm. I knew what I'm do doing. I'm going to do it my way. Yeah. And now I'm like, <laughs> Olivia, I need you. Mike, yeah. Matt, can you come in? Mm-hmm. Because less is more and you need a team. So let go of control. And then you realize that the things you can control. Mm-hmm. Today, my phone turned off. You text me. Yep. I didn't get your text. I say, you know what, brother? I apologize. But I'm not in control mm-hmm. much as I wanted to. And I also used to think uh, that life was in the mind and in the breath. And I can't say a lot of life is is, is in the mind because some people, their mind play tricks on them, right? Mm-hmm. But if you breathe different, it can kind of control a lot of things. And that's what I think meditation uh, helps. But I also think... With people who are diagnosed, if they all come together because they can relate, can probably help the situation become better. Because when you relate to someone, you understand them more, and it's a lot easier to open up and talk about it. Mm-hmm. Opposed to someone who's, you know, doesn't have a mental uh, breakdown or who's very confident, is loving, and you're like, I, I don't have that, and I'm nervous. But everybody can be a part of the conversation. Right. Like, you don't have to have something. You can still, like, and here's <clears throat> the thing. Like, you can still put things on social media, hashtags and stuff. But what's interesting about mental health these days is I guarantee you everybody listening right now knows at least one person that deals with something. It might not be you or your parents, but, like, it might be, like, a removed cousin or, like, a friend of a friend. You know somebody that's going through something to do with mental health. And that's a really big umbrella, but you know somebody, and that's why it's so important because our our war of our generation is not a physical war. It's a spiritual war. Yes. Our, our tangible. Right? Yeah, you felt that. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. Woo, sat back. It's true, though. It's like our grandfathers and grandmothers, they fought a physical war. But in many ways, they were happier than us. How can that be? They grew up in devastation poverty in many ways and you know like my grandmother like that the ration during the war and they used like green glass like i don't know what that was all about but i remember seeing green glass and she was saying that's all we had it was cheaper 
So, but for our generation, we have more wealth in physical, you know, toys like iPhones and Androids and we're connected all the time and we're theoretically more connected than we ever have been, but we have more of a rise in mental health issues in people committing suicide and just general sadness than ever before in history. How can that be? So it's a spiritual war spiritual that we're fighting. War. And, and this is just a part of our, our, our evolution. And, you know, that's what we have to deal with at this point. And, and it's so important for people to know that it's not about the material riches so much. I like to call it emotional riches. And that's what we're lacking. That's what the world needs. What we're having right here together on this podcast all together is human connection. This is love. This is not out of fear. This is something that's real. And we're having a connection. And that's what everybody wants in the world, I believe, is that intimate connection to be understood, to be heard, to be loved, to even if you have a fear to say is, okay, I have those fears too. Because mm -hmm. we need each other. I'm, no one's better than anyone. We're all the same. Mm -hmm. We're all connected, and I think that's what people need to understand. But I want to know, you know, because you have a big platform. You have six, six million YouTube subscribers, almost 400,000 Instagram followers. What do you think we could do to spread more awareness about mental illness, depression, anxiety, and all those things? To Not to have people come forward and speak about it, because I feel like there's a lot of people out there mm -hmm. who don't talk about it or who have it, who don't know about it. You want to know what the best thing everyone can do about it? Keep it casual. Just literally dinner room talk. How are you feeling today? Well, I felt kind of depressed. You know what? Me too. It, it doesn't it's have... Simple. It doesn't... Simple. simple. Like keep it in... Make it so it's not a big deal. That's the problem is like people are like hashtag like mental, mental health awareness. Like you don't have to... Yeah, you don't have to make it this big thing where it's like, oh, can I talk about it at the dinner table? Is that going to bring down the mood? Like... Wrong attitude. Like, I can't remember what happened, but like the other day, and this has been happening more and more, someone said like, how are you? And I was like, you know what? I had a really crappy mental health day today. And I was just like, straight out, just like that. And I, and I, and I realized I said it, and this was actually the first time I had said it since I released my short film. And before that, it wasn't a part of my, I don't know what the word, like lexicon, like the, the, my con regular conversation. And the person said uh, something like heavy that just hit me, but they said it so casually, something like, Something, oh, yeah, me too. Like I ran out of my meds or something. I was like, what? Nice. Like this is where we're at. This is where we're at. Like you totally just like talked about something that used to be mad heavy. Like who would say that? But now everyone's saying it because it's just like, oh, yeah, like, you know, like I, I had a you know bad thought the other day. Or like, oh, man, this morning I felt mad depressed. I couldn't get out of bed. But I'm here now. We're good. Like whatever. Like it's just so keep it casual. Casual. and Casual. It's, it's simple. Yeah. And if somebody reacts weirdly, if they go – like if you say like uh, I felt like I had a really bad mental health day today and someone looks at you weird, don't – it like don't – Don't take Don't accept personal. that energy. Yeah. Like here – to me, energy is a gift, right? And just like any other gift, if I give you a gift, what can you do with that? You can either take it yes. or not. So – Literally today, somebody tweeted me something and they said something nasty. And I literally – I tweeted them back and I said, uh, hey, I'm not sure what's going on in your life, but it sounds like maybe there's something wrong. But uh, I don't accept your gift of negative energy, but I do wish you'd have a fantastic day and a good weekend. Like it is literally that simple. Like people think that – that's why people are so controlled by their environments because people think things happen to them. Mm -hmm. Right. Nothing happens to you unless you let it happen to you. Right? right. So like I can say F you. Well, okay. 
that doesn't have to upset you. Yeah. You choose to let it accept. Because uh, the F you is on you, not me, if I don't accept it. Exactly. Like, cool, but that's how exactly. you feel. Exactly. <laughs> and that's exactly the thing. Is like, just like, think of energy and what people say to you literally as a gift. If you think about it this way, it's going to change your life. If somebody cuts you off in traffic or flips you the bird or, or someone at work says something negative about you, there's a million things that could happen during the day. That is a gift that the universe, think of the universe as a man or a woman that stands in front of you and hands you a box, right? You don't have to take that box. You don't, you don't have to take that box. It is literally fine to say, no, thank you. I don't accept your gift of negative energy. That's not crazy talk. That's just, you can do that. Like people don't, re- people don't realize that you have a choice in that matter. A choice and you have power to choose different. That's right. And like, like, you know, certain people in my life, like, the other day, uh, I want to get specific, but like, you know, I recently communicated to somebody in your life, hey, uh, I, I want more for you and I, here's how I think we should do it and you know, exercise is important. I think we can pull each other up and do more. And at first, that individual is like kind of resistant to it, right? And like an argument ensued, but I was like, you're going to understand that this is coming from a place of love. And, you know, whatever it is, in, in, whether it's your parents, or your partner, or whatever, your brother or sister, if you want more for them and you come from a place of love, whatever you communicate, they may not immediately respond positively. Because when you ask more of somebody, you're taking me out of my comfort zone. Alert, alert. No, I don't like this. F you. I don't want to talk about it. Because that's natural. People don't like change, right? Yeah. But if you come from a place of love and they marinate on it a little bit and they go to bed. Or even an hour later, they might come back to you and say, you know what? I get where you're coming from and I think you're right. And that's it. And so when that happens, don't, you know, don't take that negative energy. Just they threw it at you. I yeah. hear I hear what you're saying, but just let it breathe. You're going to understand. No, 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 no. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. Just let it breathe. I love you. Yeah, but you said no. No, just let it breathe. I love you. Yeah. This is good for us. And literally just keep keep coming at it. It's like dosing water on a fire, yeah. right? And eventually they're going to go. Uh, and they're gonna say no. I still come at you with love. Yeah, because uh, because love heals everything. Right? Love wins. Like like you said, it's the state there. And you go to a restaurant, and most times, if a waiter or a waitress is you know at your table, she's she's giving. She wants to know what do you want. But how about hey, how you doing today? How you feeling? Mm-hmm. I like uh, water with lemon, uh, with you know chicken and a salad with a smile. Mm-hmm. And like a smile is like. Now she has to think because she's not used to that. Or you he's just not used to you that. You just broke her pattern. Right. People have patterns, right? Tony Robbins talks about this all yes. the time. People have patterns. When you say something like that, you just – like she's on autopilot or he. Autopilot. Yeah. People – that's how our brains work. Your brain wants to do the least amount of work possible. So it will go on autopilot. Like do you have coffee in the morning? I don't. I don't drink coffee. Do you have coffee? I had like four coffees and <laughs> okay, perfect, perfect. tea today. So lots of coffee. And when you make your coffee, do you think about it or do you just, do you just make it the same way every time? Same way every time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because that's your brain on autopilot. That's how the brain likes to work. It doesn't want to think about, hey, could I change it up? Maybe I'll like it. It doesn't want to think that way. So that can work against you or for you though. For me, it, you can make it work for you because that's how people go to the gym. You don't really think about it. Okay. I just – it's part of my routine. I'm going to go to the gym. But at first, you're very against it because, again, you're stepping out of the comfort zone. So it's about breaking patterns. Got to break the pattern. And that's, and that's what I do for people too. Like people say, hey, can I help you? And like you can feel people's energy right away. You, you yeah. Like people were very – like we're energy beings. Like you can feel people's energy. If someone comes to you and says like, hey, welcome, Baba. Can I help you? It's like, okay, this person's having a bad day. They're like, hey, how's your day going? Oh, not bad. What can I do for you? No, like what, what's wrong? You good? Whoa. That's what? Yeah. You just broke my pat. What? 
You actually, you don't want the other day. Yeah, you don't just want fry. What? Like you just completely pulled them out of yeah. right. They're an autopilot. Negative, negative, negative. And then this person comes along and says, "No, we're gonna breathe for a second. What's yeah. up? You okay? Like you say, interrupt the pattern. Giving yeah. them something different. Mm-hmm. Actually, young lady up there said, "How you doing? I said, I'm fine. I was like, "How you feeling? She's like, "I'm cool. I'm like, "You sure? She's like, "Yeah, I said, how's your heart? She's like, "Huh? That's my heart. Threw it all the way off. I was like, yeah, it's, it's good. Break She's like, I, I think it's good. It's like, okay, just making sure. Even just saying, just making sure makes a person think that, okay, you care about me. Or there's people out here that, that think I do matter. And that's all And that's all people need sometimes. Like, you don't have to do this grandiose thing. It is literally sometimes, sometimes people just want to know that somebody cares. Yeah. And if you sit down and you say something like that, maybe that's all that person needed. The other day... I took an Uber or a Lyft, whatever, and I, I sat down and uh, they said, Matt. I said, yeah, and they drove off. I said, how's your day going? That's all right. I said, why just all right? Why not great? And they went, well, it's just a busy day. Okay, that's a busy day. But hey, you got a job. You woke up above ground, right? Well, yeah. Okay, what are you doing this weekend? Well, there's a concert I want to see. There you go. You're going to go to a concert. And just like – Snap people out of that like that pattern, that state, yeah. and that's all it takes. Is honest. It's friends. literally just a matter of kindness, kindness, love, real and simple. Telling real... people simple it's like, how you doing? Hey, I'm great. I woke up. Oh, that's wow. right, dude. Exactly, dude. Are we the same person? <laughs> yeah. What's going on how here? How you feeling? I'm phenomenal. Oh, I like that word, bro. Yes, yes thank word. you. Can I? Okay, you just got me real excited <laughs> for real. Every time somebody asks me, "How are you?" Phenomenal. Excellent. Excellent. How many times? How many times has somebody, has somebody said to you, "How you feeling?" Oh, not bad, right? Anyone listen to this? How many times have you said that? You probably say that every time. Oh, not bad. Why are you afraid to say I am amazing? Yeah, I'm amazing. I had a freaking phenomenal day. Why not? Why? Why are you afraid to say that? Because because maybe you're afraid they're not having a good day. Guess what? If you say that, that brings them up. Yes. When you if when you we talked about accepting negative energy, if you don't accept that negative energy, it forces that person to come up to your level. Yes. Right? Energy. Come on, Bro, me, baby. It's yeah. real. It's real. If if somebody <laughs> says you know something negative, what what are they trying to do? They're trying to pull you down to where they're at. Because they're, they're in that state. Off. They're in that yeah. state. Nope. But thank you. And what's wrong? Are you okay? Whoa, it just broke my pattern. This guy cares about me. Whoop. You just bumped him up a little bit. Yeah. Oh, come on. What's wrong? Talk to me. Talk to me. Whoop, whoop. Right. You're just bumping him up, right? It's like, you know, it, it really, and at the end of the day, it's both a selfless thing and a selfish thing, yeah. which is perfectly fine because the way that it's selfless is obviously you want to help that person, but it's selfish in that you're really helping yourself because you, if you accept that negative energy or try to come down, you're only hurting yourself. Like there's some people that they want to build the tallest building for their, in their city, right, or in the, for themselves. Let's say yourself as a city. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of ways people do that is they try and – there's two ways of grow, uh, building the biggest building in town. Right? Again, this is like a little Tony Robbins action I think right now. <laughs> you can – there's two ways. One, you can tear down everybody else's building. Yeah. That will give you the tallest mm-hmm. building. Or you can work on your building and building the greatest building that you possibly you can. Go. So there's two ways. And there's the thing, you know, we, we got to wrap up here, but before we go, oh, come on. no, oh, I, mean, I got water in my mouth. I'm, I'm not done. I know, I know, I know. Come on, you man, we're dropping up. gems, bro. Uh, we definitely got to like hang out more and we're friends for sure. Can like, I come back in here? Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. What I will say, what you just said about the buildings, I, I tell people the hardest work you ever do in life is on yourself. Mm-hmm. And I also want to commend you for being here. 
for talking about you know your depression and your video, and I think. But it's, why not? It's nothing, it, right? But right. what I'm saying is, if people in your in your space, you know, with your following and with your fan base, most people probably won't do that. Because they might fear the resistance or the negativity, like, oh, you're trying to use that. You want people to feel bad and, you know, love you more or whatever. So I just want to say thank you for having a bigger conversation mm -hmm. with us about that. Thank you for coming, sharing your light, your wisdom, your energy, Thanks, uh, your awesomeness. Thanks, and it, it, this is this is amazing. I think people out here listening, if you do have a mental issue or there is some depression or some stress, speak up. You know, mm -hmm. there's people that want to help. I mean, follow this guy on YouTube. I mean, I do a lot of motivation on my Instagram, but I think also people in that state, they should be around positive, uplifting people because mm -hmm. energy is real and it helps. And some people, energy can depict your mood. And we need that. We need more people like mm -hmm. you. And it's, it's, it's important. And I just want to say thank you. Thanks, man. Where can but, we find you? Man, I'm, I'm YouTube, bro, I'm everywhere, Instagram. Man. I, By I the mean, way, this guy might be the flyest guest we had. He got Yeezys, the bait jacket. Come on, man, I didn't want to talk about it. Got the hair bracelet on. Come on, man. I got that babe on. No, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, no, I like a little fashion once in a while. But um, but yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate yeah. that. So before we go, finish yeah. this sentence. I am one word. Whatever comes to mind. Uh, I mean, two words came to my mind when you said that. Love and power. I am powerful and I am love. I am love and I am power. Like I am limitless in my potential and I am I am a loving being of energy. Those are the first two words that came to my head. Amen. Love is us. You. It just is. It's it's everywhere. It's you. Like that's the thing. We are we are like we are created from love. Like whatever you want to call that God, the universe, like energy the source energy like there you can call it, it's all the same thing right like to me we all pray to the same god like whether you call it like allah god whatever it's all like that's Unified. why i don't understand yeah that's yeah. why i don't understand like the conflicts in the world it's like at the end of the day we're all there's there's a higher being and we're all going to meet that thing whatever he or she is or it so it's like you know what i'm saying but we all come from that so you know it's 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 the things of this world that pervert that and, and, and corrupt us. And that's where like mental health stuff comes from. It's like, it's like you're getting away. If you just approach things with love, you'd be shocked at how your life would change, you know? And it, and it comes down to not accepting the gift of negative right. energy. Try that. Literally. I, can I just say one thing yeah. before we go? I literally, anyone listening right now, next time somebody, and I really mean this, and this is going to sound crazy to you, but I want you to just try it once. It's not going to kill you. Next time somebody does something real negative to you, with all the love in your heart, say, you know what? No, thank you. I don't accept your gift of negative energy, but I hope you have a better day. And I hope you, you know, I, I have nothing but love for you. They're going to look at you like you have three heads. Like, what is wrong? What do you mean not Monday? But watch the reaction. They're going to, what you just did was push it back at them. And they're <laughs> because, because they're just going to get more angry because you didn't take some of that off them. So it, it builds up in them, but that's not for you to change. And I, I want people just, just try that once. You don't have to make that your mantra, but try it once. Next time that happens, no thank you. I it real calm. Just don't let it don't even let it through. No thanks. I, I don't accept your gift of negative energy. But hey, you know what? It sounds like you're going through a tough day. I really want the best for you and I, I got nothing but love for you. And like, you know, I, I maybe we'll talk later and it'll be all good for you. Man. We just got, do that. Watch what happens. Watch what happens. I mean, we got so much love for you just Thanks, for giving man. that advice. Thanks, so man. thank you once again, people. Rate, review, subscribe, follow Matt. Matt, Matt Santoro, YouTube sensation. 
comedian, author, can find you everywhere, right? Yeah, man. Uh, the biggest things, I mean, I literally am on everything. Uh, right now, YouTube, of course, uh, I make like information. I, I call it infotainment with a twist of comedy. So like top tens. I have a series called 50 Amazing Facts. It's just amazing. If you look, go on Facebook and you see like, ama- like random facts or like you follow like OMG facts or anything like that, I, that's what I do but on my YouTube channel. Um, so check me out there. I started a brand called uh, Fact Maniac, which is a side brand of mine. Not has nothing to do with me. It's its own thing. I really believe in it. Uh, I want to put on this podcast right now. It's going to be huge one day. I really believe that, and I'm putting that into the universe. And trust me, it's going to be huge one day. Fact Maniac. It's going to be its own thing. It's going to have a cartoon. It's going to have plush dolls. It's going to have all that. But right now, it's just a social media presence. It's Twitter. It's Facebook. It's Instagram. Go check it out. It's just uh, like info cards. Like, hey, did you know that Walt Disney was fired from his newspaper because he wasn't creative enough? That's an actual thing. There you go. Facts. Facts. So check that out. Check me out on Twitter and uh, Instagram and Snapchat if you still use that. It's just at Matthew Santoro on all social media platforms. I would like to take a moment to thank our sponsors who bring our podcast to you free every week, especially True Car. When you're looking to buy a new or used car, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. There it is, people. Fact Maniac, Matt Santoro, Bigger Talks, rate, review, subscribe, give us feedback, let us know, tune in, listen in. Oh, my God, this was a good one. Thank you, Matt. Olivia, thank you. Mike, (laughs) thank you. We did it. It's a miracle season. Bigger Talks, we out. Peace. Thanks for listening to Bigger Talks with Eric Bigger. Check out new episodes every Wednesday exclusively on Apple Podcasts, the new Podcast One app, or download the show at podcastone.com. I'm Donna DiRico. And I'm Sharice Neal. We've traveled the world, created businesses, acted for film and television, all since breaking up with our Motley Crue ex-husband. Join us for our new podcast, Single AF, where we'll be talking about the three Ds. Dating, deal breakers, and No, girl, douchebags and drugs, but yes, definitely Oh, good. Listen free and subscribe to Single AF exclusively on Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and the Podcast One app. If you love the show, share it with a friend and leave us a rating and review. Shifting gears. Let's talk Southern California traffic. Most of us spend a lot of time in our cars, so having the right one makes all the difference in the world. You want a car that's reliable, safe, and has superior performance. That's Toyota. From the RAV4 to the Tundra to the best-selling Camry, Toyota offers a more comfortable trip from point A to point B. Plus, Toyota has a full line of super-efficient hybrids. Visit buyatoyota.com to find a model that fits your lifestyle. Your Southern California Toyota dealers make it easy. Toyota, let's go places. Southern California is synonymous with driving. And since you can expect to put a lot of miles on your car each day, MPGs matter. So Toyota offers a full line of fuel-efficient hybrid cars. Leading the way is, of course, the groundbreaking Prius. But Toyota doesn't stop there. Their hybrid lineup also includes the reliable Camry Hybrid, the sporty RAV4 Hybrid, and the spacious Highlander Hybrid, which means less time at the gas station and more thought to the environment. Visit buyatoyota.com to learn more. Your Southern California Toyota dealers make it easy. Toyota, let's go places. Closer to the border. I'm Ed Donahue with an AP News Minute. Thousands of migrants from Honduras have reached southern Mexico. People are sleeping in the streets. They have uh, to tell, they've had to deal with severe heat on their journey. It's not stopping people like Luis Porto. No, we're going to fight. We're going to keep on going. We're not going to stop. President Trump wants to stop them. I think some bad people started that caravan. Uh, More importantly, or maybe almost as importantly, you have some very, very bad people in the caravan. You have some 
very tough criminal elements within the caravan. And the president talked about bringing, possibly bringing the military to the border. Former NFL wide receiver Ray Carruth has been released from prison in North Carolina. He served 18 years for conspiring to murder the mother of his unborn child. The child was delivered by emergency cesarean section but suffers from permanent brain damage and cerebral palsy. I'm Ed Donahue.